Go, go, Joe! Go, go, Joe! Go, go, Joe! Hello, and welcome back to the Go, 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 Joe podcast. I am one of your hosts, Avital. And I'm the other one, I'm Abigail. Hello. (laughs) Okay, so today we are at the pinnacle. (laughs) Truly, the climax. The... The example of why people make fun of this musical, truly, one more angel. Now, if anybody who hasn't seen Joseph is listening to this podcast, I don't know why, but if you might ask yourself, well, what's so bad about this number? I'm not sure whether you've noticed, but so far we've had pretty standard musical theater numbers. You know, Joseph's Dreams was a little, like, bluesy, but still very much within the genre. The genre being... Generic musical theater. Yeah. (laughs) And now, (laughs) in the 17-minute mark of the film, we have a full-on country song. (laughs) And I, I, I cannot for the life of me. It's, it's on your favorite old school westerny musicals from like the 1940s and 50s. Very Oklahoma, very Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, but put through the lens of the 1980s and of a Brit. Yeah. Of two Brits. And it's, it's, it's so tacky. It's so incredibly tacky and out of place, but it's also kind of wonderful. Like the best way that like I can make fun and analyze this scene is just for you, the listener, to just watch it. You just need to watch it and you'll know what I mean when I say this is the most ridiculous thing. One of the most ridiculous, like it gets more ridiculous in this show. But this is this is really where things start to start to fall apart at the seams. I mean, when you take a step back and go, oh, the brothers are trying to convince their father that Joseph just died. He just died, and it's very sad. Freak accident. I mean, it's a distraction. It, it sure would stop you having questions of wait, what? Yeah, it's. What's going on? What is no? It's it, this scene is such a weird, weird tonal uh, mess, a dissonance. Of like why? Okay. So, uh, do you know how Tyra Banks coined the phrase "smile, smile with your eyes"? Oh, of course. Yes. I'm sorry, but Maria Friedman invented that. Okay. Maria Friedman invented that. Here, she starts the scene with her. Oh, you have to watch the behind the scenes. Uh, yes! Where she's practicing how to do that. It's it's a lot of fun. It's wonderful. She's like trying to do it without laughing and Donnie Osmond is actively trying to make her laugh. It's really cute. But she's there with her hands covering her mouth and her eyes are piercing. Like, Tyra, give this woman the credit she deserves. <laughs> so we start with a shot on her in front of a cactus, we pan over to this random hoedown. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jacob and the brothers are practicing for it? And not, not the brothers. The brothers are walking oh, in the wives. Oh, the wives. Sorry, the wives. The wives. And it's at this point that I assume that 
they are indeed the brothers' wives. Right. Because they get, you know, all up in their business later. Yeah. So I hope it's not like they're mother figures. Uh, yeah, we don't really want to question the family dynamics too much. They might just be their indentured servants, who knows? <laughs> but I do want to I do want to say that um um the 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 clue that this is all this westerny gold rush nonsense. Okay. You've got the the wives now dressed in these sort of gingham outfits like little house on the prairie style but they still have their like yemenite headdresses on yeah they essentially like they had an outer layer of a black fabric over these skirts before yeah. in joseph's coat and now the outer layer is gone <laughs> so they no longer have the face coverings or like this top layer of black which i understand the costumes are based on the stage show so obviously they might have the practicality of what was in the stage show which would make sense just to have a layer over your outfit and to keep it feeling like it's a stage show yeah it's supposed to it, it's supposed to it's still very funny to me because this is a film and there's no reason for it to <laughs> like they didn't need to have their bottom layers in the earlier scene because it's a film <laughs> you, you don't need to do this and they also all have little vests. I mean, the American style of vest. Yeah, oh. with little fringes, bubbles on. Yeah, and, and, and these still wearing their, their bright red cowboy boots. And you've got this sort of sunset background going on. Cacti everywhere. This is, yeah. this is a set. This yeah. is the settiest set. Like, everything this has been on a set, but this is a set. <laughs> It's a Wild West production. Yes. And the, the wives are dancing with Jacob. And, you know, again, I like to just imagine that Richard Attenborough has no idea what's going on. And he's just kind of going with the flow. Like, he's fully tuned out. And he's like, oh, we're dancing. Oh, Some nice, nice women. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm being sat down. Oh, oh, oh okay. On his little rocking chair. <laughs> it's a rocking chair that has, like, a cow skull on it. And says, Jacob and Sons. Like they they've got some company yes. they've started in this gold rush they they I don't know why where's the why I would have had why why do they have to brand the chair if it was just a plain <laughs> rocking chair it would have been fine but you have Jacob and Sons on it I have questions <laughs> yeah what is that business so all the brothers walk in in the line all fake crying yeah. and beating their brows and no do, do we do we have a win a decisive winner on, over the whole thing of who is the best worst fake crier i think i think judah judah was good judah yeah. was very good he also just has like a very big mouth so like he can yeah. just kind of really exaggerate that uh, and then jacob sits down in a hurry all the all the wives like gather around and reuben steps forward puts two thumbs in his in his belt, belt loops. And every accent so far has been either British or like Donny Osmond. <laughs> and Ruben just starts with the thickest country accent. Father, we've something to tell you. A story of our time. And it's a full musical western song like this isn't real country country music does not sound like this <laughs> it, it's it's gauche like you said it's 
two British people whose only experience of the American West <laughs> probably was probably Oklahoma and yep. separate, were separate brothers. <laughs> Hamilton wasn't out yet. They didn't know that America could be cool and hip and with it. <laughs> this, this was possibly cool and hip and with it when they were kids. <laughs> mentioned last episode which has repercussions on this episode is the mm, just complete disregard for the biblical text and interpretations thereof because there is absolutely no way that Reuben would be singing this yeah. or being in charge of breaking the news to Jacob because Reuben tried to save Joseph <laughs> in fact what happened when he he's the one who, who went away for some reason randomly and was going to come back and save him and then the brothers sold uh sold joseph to the reuben didn't know about any of this in the text yep <laughs> he, he has no he comes back and is like where is joseph and the brothers are all like um don't know <laughs> yep and it doesn't say which brother is the one who told jacob I can sure as hell bet my money that it was not fucking Reuben. <laughs> the only, the, I have a conspiracy theory that the only reason that it's Reuben who's singing this song in this iteration of the film, because that's another thing. It is not consistently Reuben throughout the, mu- the iterations of the musical. It was played by a different brother in the uh, Broadway mega mix. Pretty sure it was Levi there. And so it doesn't have to be Reuben, but Reuben's <laughs> actor is in America. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, well, yeah, you know, do your thing. You know, <laughs> come on, you're American, do the thing. And he does indeed do the thing. His mouth in this entire scene is comic gold. He, has, he uses every inch of his face muscles yeah. to convey this weird, like, yeah, because it is supposed to be like a stage show, but he knows there are close-ups mm-hmm. and he is working them. Yep. Um, this is also now the time to mention that this, this, these wigs are absolutely horrible. <laughs> like, surprisingly enough, the facial hair all looks really good, but these wigs... Uh, I just don't understand the ringlet thing. It's so obvious. Like, it's not even just that it's a wig. It's so obviously strands of hair that are connected to like his head covering. It's like, you know, when you want to dress up as like a Hasidi for Purim and you get one of those hats that yeah. have attached payas. That's what it is. Just it's a whole head. It yeah. looks awful. It looks so bad. Yeah, so rather than just having the two forelocks at the front, it's just, it's just all the way around the back of the turban. It's everywhere. And it's it's so obviously a wig. Like it's worse than Donny Osmond's wig, and I cannot believe I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah, but that's like an actual wig. This is a hat. Oh, it's, all of the wigs are terrible, but here, now that we have like a close-up on Ruben, and you can also see the difference between the beard, which looks like a beard, it might be his real facial hair. I don't know. It could be that they grew it out for these uh, for these parts, and then sh- shaved it for the reveal um, that we will get to. Uh, <laughs> and like, then he, and just the, <laughs> no, it's important. It's a it's an important part of television, of, of film, of 
stage shows. It's so distracting. <laughs> and I'm sure from the stage it probably looks fine, but this is a film, guys. Get better fucking wigs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in You Know You Had a Dozen Sons, he turns around and like points at all the brothers one by one down the line, and they were all like, hi, hello, please pay attention to everybody's hands, because Judah does this like, like fossy thing yeah, and it's like a little flourish in the air. It's very <laughs> funny. So he's pointing, you know, with one with one finger, with his index finger, and then, well, now that's takes his other hand and pushes his finger down. Not quite true. It's so good. <laughs> that it's also insane. This is how you break the news <laughs> that you <laughs> your brother's dead. <laughs> and start singing the refrain he's like he's like down on his knees to comfort his father mm -hmm. and he's got a wife behind him and he goes starts singing the refrain there's one more angel in heaven <laughs> while he's singing he very aggressively nudges the wife that's singing behind him and she just <laughs> she'll do a little harmony thing yeah. <laughs> and she just pops in rehearse it. Yeah, there's one more star in there. They both point ah! and it's so good. <laughs> and this for me raises the question that becomes a lot more poignant later is, did the wives hate Joseph too? Because why are they celebrating the fact that he's basically as good as dead? They just want to dance. Like, they're, they must have really hated him too. Damn. Look, I mean, he was definitely telling them all of his dreams because they didn't tell him to shut up because they were being polite. Mm -hmm. They were done. Yeah, I will say it before, I'll say it again. Don't tell people your dreams. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> then you've got Ruben getting all the brothers to join in as well. Yeah. You know, group effort. <laughs> I wrote I wrote about this this woman who's playing the, 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 the lead soprano in this scene. I just said big Maria Friedman energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she is mugging she's looking into the camera with the get back like she's having a ball if i couldn't play the narrator i would love to have this part because it's so much fun <laughs> and then all the brothers like and then they get back and they kind of like look over at the brothers and they're like here come join us <laughs> like come on get come on get get on get and <laughs> everybody comes and they're all singing a harmony, and I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, Naftali, or sorry, Naftali, who comes up behind Ruben and is singing his part, and it's on an ah vowel, so he's just sitting behind Ruben, just going ah, yeah, like he's at the dentist or something. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> so yeah, then. Ruben's like comparing Joseph to, no, no, not comparing, but like talking about all the great things about Joseph, you know, all the, all the things that Joseph stood for. Just all the little refrains in between where it's like, yes, love like, and peace, and truth and light. 
<laughs> to try to to make it seem like they gave a shit about Joseph. They're like, what's good things that we can say to Jacob about his son who we hate? <laughs> and who are active accomplices in his... Peace and love and love and peace. And peace and, love. and light. War and... No, not war and peace. That's not a book. War and peace. Uh, <laughs> no, peace, peace, love, love. The um, Eurovision song. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's Basically the reference. That. Uh, <laughs> they have book. to tell Jacob something happened to his son. They can't be like, "Oh, we sold him. We sold him. We hated him, so we sold him." So we've got Reuben coming up with an incredible lie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's just this brilliant moment of Reuben being like. I am improvising. It takes a man who knows no fear to wrestle. Gotta find a rhyme! With a goat! <laughs> Got confused! And they put goat blood on it! That'll do! And what's funny is that in, in the original text, they never say that it was a goat. They say just a great animal, a great beast. It's, it's not even that. They're like, oh, we don't know. I'm pretty sure it says Hayala, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is just bad animal. But I think because of the goat's blood, they just decided, like, I think they just misread the text. And they're like, well, you know, the goat... I can't tell whether this is Reuben's mistake or, the, or Tim Rice's mistake. And I don't know. And like, which one's funnier? Which one's funnier? <laughs> And while he's singing with a goat, <laughs> yippee Yes, because this is Oklahoma light, so we've got to keep reminding you. And it's so, so, like, it's, it stands out like a sore thumb. <laughs> out of all these oohs and ahs and singing, just yippee Motherfuckers! <laughs> it's And then his bloodstained coat is tribute to his final sacrifice. The coat is fine. The coat is fine. The coat is in perfect condition. No, no, no longer has sleeves. It's it's a summer coat. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's fine. They say his bloodstained coat. It's not bloodstained. No. And you might say, oh well, it's a kid's show. They didn't want to have it covered in blood. Bullshit! They dismembered a coat in the previous scene, and that had blood. Yeah, it was bright red. <laughs> chicken legs of the, of the coat. And again, if this was a stage show, no, even if this was a stage show, no, you have the coat that he wears, and then the coat exactly. that is torn up and covered in blood. And this is clearly a different coat. There is no, yeah, of course it's a different coat. It went up on Asher later. That thing wouldn't fit him. Like, there's no reason for it to be so pristine. Like, the satin of the colored panels is still a shiny. Yeah, there's no creases in it. <laughs> squinting kind of situation which you know. in in Israel is just the best way of saying kaha kaha so 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 it's like eh so I eh <laughs> yeah that's what it is so I relate to that gesture very much and then but his soul's in paradise it's beautiful 
And then they've and then they're doing like in the background they've got they're saying like more Western things. So long, little buddy. So, ten four. Before that, adios, buckaroo. Before that, the wife, the original Soprano wife, grabs the coat from oh, Jacob yeah. and goes and starts. She's having the time of her life. I literally just wrote, love this woman. <laughs> she's just like singing to the code at the top of her range. And she's wandered off from the crowd. And Ruben is, so long, little Joe. That's it. Adios, buckaroo. Ten more, good buddy. <laughs> and the note that I wrote is, Tim Rice be like, Americans say these things, yeah, right? exactly. Howdy, basically. <laughs> and like, yes, you could say, this is very obviously parody and like a loving, joking homage. Yeah. I don't, don't buy it. It's too, there's, this entire show, this entire musical teeters on the edge of satire and sincerity. Yeah. So you could tell me, it's like, we were really trying to do a, a good old-fashioned Oklahoma style country number or being like no we're clearly make fun of the genre but like the first option could definitely exist <laughs> that it could that is a reality yeah and that is very 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 funny to me <laughs> and then the lead soprano sings her final phrase and perfectly falls to the floor very <laughs> dramatically uh, and and then, then Richard Attenborough has definitively decided he is no longer singing. Yes, Richard, give us nothing. <laughs> he is acting though. Is he? There is uh, one there are, there angel in heaven. <laughs> there are moments where face acting, maybe when he's not talking. There's one more tear in my eye. <laughs> but Joseph the face. <laughs> and then... Okay, okay. This line confuses me. Carve his name with pride and courage. Carve his name where? Um, his headstone? Of the body that doesn't, that doesn't exist? Because it got eaten by the goat? <laughs> I don't know. Again, I think it might be a uh, like it? a reference to a cowboy film of some sort. I remember as a kid being so confused. I was like, yeah. what do you mean? Carve his name where? I think it's, I think it, I, I don't remember, but I think it's a reference to something to do with cowboy films. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> and then, uh, Asher comes in for his little cameo line. <laughs> Let no tear be shed. And you see why they gave this uh, <laughs> song to Ruben. <laughs> and I, as a child, thought he said, shared <laughs> with an R. And I was like, that's mean yeah. like you're telling him not to cry <laughs> don't share your tears go cry alone in your room old man which he basically does but like it was only when i saw it with the subtitles years later did i realize it's let no tear be shed don't let like also no you can cry you can cry over this yeah what it's it's so weird and then Richard Attenborough just wanders off. Yeah, they send him <laughs> off. They like give him a little push. If if he hadn't stage left, if he hadn't done it, now gold oh, darn it, gold darn it, gold darn it. I don't want to look up the lyrics because it all just sounds like if he hadn't done it, now oh, darn it. 
got Asher and the wife fighting over the kitchen. Yes! Yes! Because first of all, Asher drags her along the floor and she, because he's trying to get the coat off her and she is holding on and she is still on the floor. Yeah. Because she stayed down. I mean, she picked her head up but for the right moments to sing, but she stayed down yeah. <laughs> for the singing. And then he's like dragging her along the ground and then they're just fighting in the back over the coat. Yeah. He does win. He does win. Um, I think, yeah, okay. I just wrote Murka yeah. all, in, all in caps because that's very much the energy of this scene. And then we launch into the first real dance number of yeah. the show. That's fully just dance. Let's show off these people's skills. It's a barnstorming. I think that's the phrase. <laughs> Barn and raising. We, we have, and now some of these men, most of these men, but not all of them. Some of these men are incredible dancers, truly like doing backflips and shit. Zebulon gets on his magical Mr. Mistopheles shit. <laughs> it's so fun. It's magical Mr. Mistopheles. It is. It's the exact dance choreography. And then yeehaw! <laughs> and everybody's dancing. The women's are lifting up their skirts and giving little like, ah! Doing a daisy dough, maybe. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Country things. Yeah, all their petticoats flying, and they're also throwing themselves around acrobatically. It's yeah, it's, it's very nice. It's a, it's a nice number. The choreography, as I said, is quite gauche, but again, we're teetering on the edge of parody, so like, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, lots of yeehaws. Of course. Lots of yeehaws. Murka. Uh, Murka, exactly. Um, something that I noticed is that I think the actor who plays Zebulon is the dancer of the group because he gets all the stunts. He gets all the lifts, as we will see all so much later in in this movie. He gets (laughs) all the lifts. And I'm like, hey, come on, let some of these other guys lift the ladies. He's, we get it. He dances, we can see his abs, we understand. He's like, okay, we get it, we get it. So they're dancing, they're dancing. There's one more angel in heaven. They're all super yeah, happy. Yeah, the music's got really hype. <laughs> yeah, we get we have a key change. Everybody's like super hype. Everybody's dancing. Asher is wearing the coat, which is, as we said, now sleeveless. Everybody's like the happiest it's, they've been. It's it's really disturbing. It's more when you take a step back. It's that is it. Yeah, very morbid. They're all like, "Yay, our brother's dead." Yeah, watching this as a younger sibling is not fun. <laughs> it's not at all fun. It just makes sense when you're the older sibling. Yeah. And then Jacob <laughs> wanders back in. And you're watching him come in from behind. It's a weird shot. It's sort of, he's got his hands by his side. It's almost like he's in a trance. Yeah, it looks like he like walked off and then like somewhere yeah. on stage somebody just kind of turned him around and <laughs> yeah. sent him back. Now, <laughs> and everybody immediately like, oh, oh, somber's up. Oh, oh, we're sad. And Ash was still dancing. He's like, yeah. yeah. And then, oh shit, <laughs> like in the Jungle Book, where Baloo's dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and then his dress falls off. Yes. Yes. Only here he like notices it. Like, oh shit, he quickly takes off the coat. Jacob grabs it from him. Reuben comes in for damage control. There's one more angel in heaven. And everybody's like, Aah. I'm still not sure if Jacob bought it, but I think, like I said, he's in shock. Yeah. He's out of it. Yeah. They're just going to distract him until he goes away again. He wants the coat. And here in this refrain, instead of having the, 
it's crying. Yeah. It's everybody very aggressively crying. Throwing their fists in front of their eyes. Besotted. Just uh, distraught. And and then there, there's one more star in the sky. One of the wives like points up to the sky and Zebula like grabs her hand and puts it back down. <laughs> Which is really funny. And then father, the things that he stood for. Like, like democracy. <laughs> they were really reaching for straws. Merca! <laughs> America, what's what's fucking American? Democracy, America, fuck yeah! Anyway, that's enough of a distraction that Jacob leaves yeah. again. He's like, democracy? Oh God, no! I believe in the monarchy. Walks off. <laughs> like democracy, <laughs> never. I think they're waving him off again. Yes, yes. Like Asher's going to sort of like. And then they get up and dance, and then the happiest ex- exclamation of the word, DIE! <laughs> and as a kid, I didn't know what the word democracy was, <laughs> so I was so confused. Also because of the phrasing, because it's like, democracy, never, blah 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 blah, blah DIE! It just sounds like they're yelling, DIE! <laughs> like, democracy, never, DIE! <laughs> Oh my god, this, this fucking number is, it's a doozy. It's, it's memorable. It is definitely that. Yeah. Right. So, I now hate this song. (laughs) Because I just had to listen to like five different versions of it. And every time I listened to another one and I just heard the beginning of the and I was like, fuck this, man. Fuck this. The good news is it wasn't in the original version. (laughs) So let's let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. Wrong musical. Um, here's the thing. This is not part of the original, original, original productions. This is something that was added for the West End production in 1973. In the 1972 film version... No, I just had Jacob falling to his knees as he wandered off. <laughs> yeah, they kind of smushed this part to the end of poor, poor Joseph, as we, as we recounted last time. Um, so it only starts in 1973. Which is still further back than I had remembered. So I guess, yeah, this is like, ah, oh, we need more songs. Don't <laughs> we, already, we already let Tim Rice be Elvis, so I guess we'll stick in some other musical stuff. Some random genre pieces. Um, so he in this version, and every other version in besides the film, the is whistling. Yeah. It's just the narrator. I'm bad at whistling. Uh, every version, even versions after the film, it's whistling and not... Which I understand. It's not the nicest of sounds, but <laughs> interesting. Uh, there is barely an attempt at an accent in this version. Yeah, it's, it's a little more subtle. It's just, or just they don't really know what they're doing <laughs> to make it more country. 
It's more just like a generic Amer- American accent with the occasional fangs <laughs> thrown in there. Um, so here, the uh, only starts in the second chorus. And every chorus repeats twice. So there's, there's one more angel in heaven. There's one more star in the sky. Joseph will never forget you. Like... Truth and light never die. There's one less place at our table. There's one more tear to hide. Joseph will never forget you. Like love and peace never die. That repeats every single course. It goes on for fucking ever. <laughs> this is it is four minutes and fourteen seconds. It is so long. It is almost as long as the movie version without the dance number. Just the song. And this version isn't even that country. It's Hawaiian, kind of. It has a like. It's confused, but not quite sure what they're doing with it. It's not great. It's really bad. Yes. Um, a lot more gold arnets, mm-hmm. which I did not. Because know. they have to throw it in because people didn't know what genre it was supposed to be. What is this? What is this? And it just—it's so long. And it repeats at the end. And it's just all in the same... It's, it doesn't no change. It doesn't, like, build anywhere. No. We just get an added tambourine at some point. <laughs> like, it's so long and boring. And at the end, it's just like, democracy never die. You do have a fun couple of lines in. Like, love and peace never die. <laughs> oh, yes. And this... <laughs> Is it has different words. <laughs> There's an extra verse that was later cut. Uh, I wonder why. Abigail, would you do the honors? <laughs> Joseph died as he wished to. He answered duty's call. He single handed fought the beast that would have killed us all. And then his bloodstained coat is tribute to. It's instead of the second verse, and then the third verse still happens, which is when I think of his last great battle. So not only does every chorus repeat twice, there's another verse, and it's so long. And at the end, it's just everybody saying, Light, truth, and light never die. And we're light, all falling truth, asleep. Including the people on the stage. And while the guy who's singing the solo, I don't know which brother it is in this version, just keeps saying like, one more time. Like, no, nobody wants it one more time. (laughs) He's vocalizing, just like, yay. Like in between, and it's just one more time. And and I'm like, no, no more times. And already. Oh my God. So I hate this version so much. This was a slog. It was awful. (laughs) But it's hard to say if it's the worst one. Oh, oh, oh. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we jump a decade to 1982, the Broadway version. Um, here there's an interesting difference between which lines are solo and which are everybody singing. So here, everybody sings, Father, we've something to tell you, a story of our time. A tragic but it's fire tale, manhood in its prime. And then, you know, you had a dozen sons is the solo. Which I, as I said, it's Levi. I knew it was Levi. <laughs> they call him out during it. They call, the accent is here. 
It's not going anywhere. It 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 is obnoxious. <laughs> like you think the movie version is obnoxious. This is so much worse. Um, this version Makes also the movie version looked like it's being subtle. <laughs> yeah. It's here we also have the repeated chorus, um, and at the and then it's like like. Truth and light never die. It's somebody who isn't the soloist, isn't Levi. He's like, like, and then somebody else throws out, truth and light, yeah, never die. <laughs> Which is cute, but also really awkward. <laughs> and then when he gets to when I think of his last great battle, tell him, Levi! <laughs> <laughs> As if you're not recounting your brother's death. He's <laughs> like, tell, it's like, mm, you tell him, boy. Uh, <laughs> this version, the soprano line only comes in in the bridge where she's like wailing over the coat. And at some point at the end, if he had not laid down his life, shoot, we all would. Or at some point there, I don't remember exactly where in the line because I cannot maintain the information of this fucking song. You're not going back to listen to it again, ever, ever. There's like a shoot. <laughs> and then, after uh, Jacob walks off stage, there's this like shoo, There's like few. And then there's a little short yay fun times chorus. Yeah. Ends with the very happy upbeat die. So, bad, but better. <laughs> Getting to what we know. 1991, the London Revival with Jason Donovan. Funky guitar. Very funky. This entire version, like, all of the 1991 version has very funky guitars. In Poor Poor Joseph, the guitar is funky. I don't know what, what kind of, like, pedal the guy, the guitarists had on this version, but it is very, very funky. This is the closest version as to what it is in the film. Like most things, mostly based off of this. So the soprano line is where it is in the movie. The Reuben inflections are almost identical. Like really, the guy <laughs> who sings it in the movie is doing almost everything that this guy is doing. But this doing. one also only has whistles. This one also only has whistles. Yeah. Every version except for the movie only has whistles. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So, you know how in the film Richard Attenborough was giving us nothing? <laughs> so here are the Jacob is like, there's one less place at our table. Oh, there's the one shakes. more tear in my eye. <laughs> it's, he's, he's taken all of Richard Attenborough's energy and his own and left nothing for Richard Attenborough basically he, Richard Attenborough gave us nothing this man was giving us too much <laughs> too much and fun little touch that I kind of wish they would have kept which is the let no tear be shed that Asher sings he sings it in a bass note he's like let no tear be shed he sings it really low yeah. not let no tear be shed <laughs> which I think is nice because basses don't get enough representation in musical theatre and then... And it also makes it fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's, it's nice. The next two versions, this one and the next version, don't have any of the dance break. I'm assuming it's just not in the track list. Right. I was considering skipping the Canadian version. <laughs> I thought it would be identical to the 1991 version. 
I start listening to it already at the end of my rope, already just wanting to like not have to do this again. When I hear, Father, I something to tell you a story of our time. Why is, why is Canada worse at doing country and western when they're closer than Britain? It's like, what's worse than a British person's interpretation of American culture? A Canadian doing the British man's uh, version of an interpretation of American culture. It's, that's why. It's horrible. <laughs> it's awful. It's a story of Howard Tan constantly cracking his voice, so much vibrato, and it has, unlike the previous version, unlike the 91 version, they repeat the chorus! They repeat the chorus, and it's longer, and it's worse, and this, and his soul's in paradise. It's terrible. It's awful. Oh my god, Canada, why? Why did you do this? Oh my god. That was awful. If I had any, like, affection for this number before, it has been sucked out of me. And is only available for the dance portion of it. Because that part is genuinely just impressive and fun. Everything else, I hate it now. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I know that there are people who love this number. I was inspired to make this podcast because of a specific TikTok user who I don't remember her name now, who loves this musical and loves Angela Weber and loves this number. I'm sorry if you ever listen to this. This number is awful. It's terrible. I hate it. It doesn't need to exist. I wish they would have just done it like a typical number. I hate it. I hate it so much. And when you don't have the visuals of it, we don't have the people mugging to the camera and the when dance. When you don't have the dance break. It's awful. It's terrible. It sounds like ass. Because <laughs> we're still not sure if it's a parody or a serious homage. And it keeps changing genres. Like, it started off Hawaiian and, like, shit. Like, it was... It... This was a mistake. Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber... I demand an explanation. And a refund. And a refund for my entire life of this number existing. Because the fact that it took all the way up to 1999 to make this number even bearable <laughs> is disgusting. <laughs> I am appalled. This is a blight to musical theater. I hate it. And a little, little sour cherry on top of this crap pie is uh, I checked about that Carver's name with Pride and Courage oh, no. I was like oh it must have been from like old school westerns or something no no turns out I was getting confused with like other daytime films that were that were on on TV when I was growing up about three o'clock in the afternoon from the 1950s. No, it was it's it's the title of a film about a World War II spy, a real life World War II spy called Violette Sabo. Um, and the film was called Carve Her Name with Pride. They just took this, I think. They just took this line, they liked it. What? I don't understand. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Timmy, Timothy, Timmy Boy. I have a lot more um, grace for you. I don't. Out of out of the pair of them, 
between no. him and Andrew, no. I have a lot more grace for Tim. I, why? Why? How did this happen? Why did you let this happen? And you know what's worse? Is that the next number was my least favorite growing up because it made me really uncomfortable. So basically up until close every door, which luckily we'll get to soon, is just downhill from here. Right, but you're prepared for it next time and we can have super fun talking gender politics or something. Oh, so. oh, oh, it's going to be wonderful. It's yeah. like... But, but you're going into it knowing that's how you feel anyway, so it will be good. Good times. Join us next week for more of me screaming because I am angry. <laughs> I think, I think Joe Collins is a male. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, goodbye.